Angel, thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said that when we gathered in your name, that you would be here in the midst of us. So we just acknowledge your presence. We thank you that you're here and that you're so in love with us and you want us to know. Thank you so much for preparing us for eternity, for preparing us to live with you when we leave here. We just so appreciate it and we're earnestly excited and have a good attitude about it as you said we should. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name, in your name, amen. So I want to remind you what he said in Revelation. He said that he corrects those he loves. He said, those who I dearly and tenderly love, I tell their faults and convict and convince and reprove and chasten, discipline, instruct them. This is Amplified Classic Bible. So, he, so be enthusiastic and earnest and burning with zeal and repent, changing your mind and your attitude. That's why I said that, because we have to be excited to be corrected. And we talked about that yesterday and that soon he is coming. And in that soon, it means it's time to be ready. It's time to get ready. So anyway, today he, he, he is saying to me to talk about if we think that we're good, we're probably not. And I was actually talking to my son this morning and there is like a deeper um a, a deepness about going to him and getting corrected. Thinking that you're good with him without checking is not a good idea. That's what I mean. And he says in chapter um, Revelation chapter 3, verse 18, Therefore I counsel, I counsel you to purchase from me, refined and tested by fire, that you may be truly wealthy in white clothes, to clothe you and keep the shame of your nudity from being seen and to put salve on your eyes so that you may see. We can't see without him. And we were talking about that yesterday. I was talking about looking in the message Bible and seeing how he has, he, he sees through us. He sees our motives. He sees the things that we're sweeping under the rug that we might not see. And so we can't assume that we're okay with him which is why we're talking about what we're talking about, because he is soon to return. And if we let him, he's going to help us get ready. But we have to be willing to take that correction and actually go after it, to, to, dig, to dig and say, Lord, what do I need to change? I know that you're refining me. I, I know that you want to refine me and fix me for heaven. Actually, before that, or maybe it's after that, um, Yeah, before that in verse 15, I know your record of works and what you're doing and you're neither cold or hot. Would you be cold or hot? And I would want you to be cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, I have to spew, I will spew you out of my mouth. That wasn't what I meant to read. But yeah, we got to be on fire. We got to be wanting that correction. Verse 17, you say that you're rich and you've prospered and you've grown wealthy and you're in need of nothing, and you don't realize or understand that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. And, you know, he took me back to Genesis, where Adam and Eve, they didn't realize they were naked until they sinned, until they turned away from God. And when they noticed they were naked, they hid from God. And we do that. We do that. We, we turn away from God. 
when he convicts us, when he shows us something that we need to change, we don't want to do it. And so we just unknowingly just, you know, get it out of our mind. But if you sit before him every day and ask him to reprove you, ask him for that correction, he is faithful and just, and he will do that. He will correct you and he will show you. Just like in the garden when he said, Adam, where are you? And he knew where Adam was. And he said, well, I'm naked. And so he's hiding from him. And being, being naked is just being open and God can see through that. And, you know, if you, if you read on when Jesus returns, many are going to wail. They're going to cry because they're going to look naked before God. Nothing is hidden before God. Everything is going to be transparent and open, and you're not going to be able to hide that thing. And so now, right now, is a good time. This is a time that you want to get before him naked, so to say. Get before him and say, go ahead, refine me. Fit me for heaven. Get me ready. Tell me what I need to change, and I'll change it. And you know, it just doesn't always feel so good right away. But if you just let him do what he's doing in you, you're going to have that joy. You're going to have that peace, that contentment. You're going to be excited. You're going to even be giddy because he's, he, he's purifying you. You know, when you're hiding stuff and you got all that junk in your life, you're just, you're not going to feel good. You're not. Just like when, you know, they poison the food, they put stuff in the food we're not supposed to eat. We're going to feel bad from it. We're not going to feel good. We're not going to feel healthy. And so when God corrects us, he's getting that poison out. He's getting, he's purifying us. He, he's getting us ready for heaven so that when he comes, we're not going to be running and hiding from him because we're going to be afraid of our nakedness. We're going to be ready for him. We're purified. We've prepared for his return. And that's what we need to do. We need to prepare for his return. I want to read to you Isaiah 61.7. It says that instead of your former shame, you shall have a twofold recompense. Instead of dishonor and reproach, you shall rejoice and will rejoice rejoice in our portion. Therefore, the land shall be possessed double, fortified, everlasting joy shall be theirs. When we obey him, he's saying, your former shame, it's going to go away. You're going to have a twofold recompense. When you obey him, he's going to give you back twofold. You're going to have that much joy, peace, contentment. You know, he said when he comes, he's coming with your reward. And often he has said to me, you will be rewarded richly. And I really don't know what that means. And I don't know what it means as of yet. I intend to find out that he's coming with my reward. But we feel rewarded already when we let him refine us, when we let him purify us. Get all that poison out. You know, I always think of John 15 where Jesus said, that he is a vine and we're the branches. The Father is the vine dresser. And he gets all that dead out of our lives. He's purifying us. He's making us holy. You know, we can't live with him when we got all this junk attached to us. You know, we got to leave the world behind even before we leave the world. We have to be purified. We have to be ready for the bridegroom. We got to get cleaned up. 
And so if you think you're okay, Jesus is saying today, I believe he's saying this to all of us, me included, as soon as you think you're okay, you're probably not. Because he has to put that salve on our eyes so that we can see we can't see without him. If you're not willing to get on your knees every day and say, correct me, then you're probably thinking something's true that is not true. But if you get on your knees every day and say, Lord, correct me, show me my sin, show me what's wrong, show me, I, I know that I'm not, I have not arrived and I'm not perfect, I'm not like you, but I know you want me to strive towards that. And so show me where I'm missing it. You know, so often we think we're right about stuff and that really keeps him from doing anything in our lives. And so we got to humble ourselves before him and admit that he's God and he knows so much more than we do. And when he corrects you, he's just wanting to get you ready. He, he's coming. And now is the time. And yeah, I'm repeating myself, but it's so important that now is the time to prepare for his return and not just think that you got it right and then find out on that day that when you stand before him, you didn't have it right. You didn't have your thinking right. Everything revolves around your thinking. As a man thinks, so is he, Proverbs says. And so we got to get that right thinking. And the only place you can get right, that right thinking is at his feet. Go to him, sit at his feet, and ask him to correct you. Ask him to refine you, to reprove you. And be excited, enthusiastic about it. So be enthusiastic and earnest and burning with zeal and repent, changing your mind and your attitude. Change your attitude. Say, I'm a mature Christian. I want to be corrected. I want to be right with you. I want to have all my ducks in a row. I don't want to have the excuse of, oh, God's still working on me. We don't have to get work done. We got Jesus living on the inside of us. And so all we got to do is follow him, follow the leader. And if you follow him, you're going to be right. And you're going to be leaving that sin behind and not giving all kinds of excuses for it. We don't have an excuse to sin because we got the king. We have Jesus living on the inside of us. How much better can it get? So all we got to do is follow him. And I know our feelings get in the way, but we're not to live by our feelings. We're to live by faith. We're to be overcomers. As Jesus was an overcomer, he's, he's the one that we follow. We don't just bend down to our feelings and, and bow down to the enemy saying, you can't do it. No, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And he's calling us to grow up and to be his hands and his feet and his voice. He's asking us to prepare the way for him. And we can't do that if we're dwaddling in sin. If we're thinking it's okay to have a little bit of sin, it's not okay. He's looking for a bride without spot or wrinkle. He's coming for a faith-filled church. He's asking us to prepare the way for him. So we gotta get ready. We gotta get ready. He is coming soon. And that means it's time. The great hour of testing is at hand. I want to remind you what he said to me in an audible voice. Four things. The hour of Jesus has come. And that means the hour of testing has come. A great hour of testing is at hand. I'm frustrated. Obey me. He loves us. It's not as will that any of us should perish. And so he's saying, come on. 
it's time. It's time. I'm doing this dividing. Let me refine you. Let me perfect you and prepare you to stand before me that day because it's not his will that any of us should perish. And then he's saying, when you obey him, he's going to not be frustrated anymore. He's frustrated because he loves us and we're not hearing. We don't have ears to hear. And he's saying, obey me, just do it. If you just obey him, then all that pressure is going to leave you because the pressure is from going back and forth, should I or shouldn't I? And I don't want to, and it doesn't feel good, and I want this, and I don't know if I want what he wants. Get rid of it all. Just follow him. You said that when you asked him to come live on the inside of you, you were going to follow him. So just do that. Just do that, and then all that other stuff will fall off, and you'll be so glad you did what he said. So that's the word I got for you today. If you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, I want to read you to you what he said. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone hears and listens to and heeds my voice and opens the door, I will come in and I will eat with him and he will eat with me. He who overcomes it, who is victorious, I'll grant him to sit beside me. My throne as myself, as I myself have overcome, was victorious and sat beside my father. So if you heed, if you're willing to heed his voice, he wants to come live on the inside of you and train you, teach you, correct you, refine you, prepare you for heaven. He wants you, you know, being holy means to be set aside. He, he's asking you to set aside your life for him and then live with him forever when you leave here. Otherwise, you're going to go to hell and it's not going to be very much fun. You know, I was just thinking how he wanted, before we say that prayer, he wanted me to show you that when he exposes your sin, um, it's a good thing because you want it to be exposed now. And I'm just going to tell you this one thing. I was um, eating an ice cream cone. He asked me to put it down. And it was my God because I couldn't put it down. I didn't want to. Then I had a vision of myself standing in the lake fire with my ice cream cone and a sign that said, this is my God. That's how naked it's going to be. Your sin is going to be exposed. And so I put it down and I asked for another chance. Ice cream is not my God. You don't want something else to take its place. So you want to let him correct you. Let him refine you. Let's say that prayer. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you would come and live on the inside of us and be our God and refine us, change us, perfect us, get us ready to stand before you. Tell us whatever you want us to do for you. Correct us. Teach us your way. Prepare us for meeting up with you on that day. You're so good. So in love with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for coming and living on the inside of us and being with us all the time. You said you'd never leave us or forsake us. And that if all we had to do is follow you and you would make sure that we had a place to go. So we're just expecting that. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory in your name. Amen. So if you said that prayer, you're all set. All you got to do is follow him. Just follow him. He said, my sheep know my voice and they follow me and I give them eternity. That's all you got to do. Put your flesh aside. Don't do what you feel like doing. Don't let the enemy overtake you because you are to overtake him. Jesus gave you power and authority. Now study your Bible, read the New Testament, get to know Jesus 
so that you can see him before he gets here. So you're prepared for your eternity with him. And if you're watching and you're praying and you're following him, it won't be a surprise for you when you come. When he comes, you're going to be ready. You're not going to be freaking out and running because you're naked. You're not going to be afraid because you're, you're right with him. You got up every day, you got on your knees and you said, correct me, show me, I want to follow you. So if you said that prayer, I love it so much if you let me know. Thanks so much for listening today and God bless you.